Alright, well, ready? Yes. Hi everyone, welcome to BBL, uh, Brown Broken Lappin. Uh, it's just starting it off here while Angie takes a little quick bite bite of her curry. It is now 12.58 p.m. in the Midwest area. Um, we are still brown. Speaking for myself, I don't know if Angie would agree, still broke. I'm very broke. Okay, great. And I guess we're still laughing, but maybe this time internally. Um, oh. <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself, Angie. Now you munch, munch, munch on your lunch, lunch, lunch. Hey, y'all, I'm making some, I'm, I'm not making, I'm eating some bomb mashed chicken curry my mom made with fake chicken, but it's still good. Um, yes, yeah, so I am Angie, one of the hosts of BBL, Brown Broken Laughing. I'm severely broke today. Um, when I got laid off, I had severance and I had savings. Now I'm starting to feel poor now. <laughs> oh, no. So now I'm freaking out. That's like that moment when you break into your savings, you're like, fuck. Yeah, so you know? when I get this job, I'm living paycheck to, well, I was living paycheck to paycheck earlier, but at least I had some cushion. Sean. And I regret some of my extravagant purchases, but I kind of don't like my friend's birthday party out on the rooftop was cool. Yeah. And, to pay. and me and Megan are going to go to this podcast show today, tonight. And that oh, was yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous about it though. But, Why? But, so, okay. To give people some background. So some of y'all might be fans of this podcast already. Maybe you're not. It's called Horrible Decisions. Whore with a whore. Like you're being a whore. 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 Horrible. Um, and it's a sex podcast, but it's also about like, not just like, oh my God, girls, let's talk about sex and how to please our partner. It's more like, let's talk about kinks. Let's talk about like people who like love sex and like, like do sex clubs and they have people who are in the sex industry. So it's very much a pro sex podcast, which is a good thing. But I am a, I am a, I am a listener. I am a viewer from afar. In this live show, I will be surrounded by people who what might be about that life and i'm afraid they're gonna find out angie it's not like they're gonna all walk in there naked and you're like in the fucking no, but like, outfit so just to give you a hint i i follow them on instagram and one of the pictures i saw was like a bdsm person in like gear and like with the whip so it's gonna be like some performance there okay, so it's not like it's, it's not like a, it's gonna be fun but i just wonder like it might is it gonna show that i'm uncomfortable but i think it'll be fun I i'm think excited it'll be though. okay yeah, you'll be because that's podcasts, like if you go to a drag show and you see drag performers, and some of them are really risque, you know. And it doesn't mean that oh, when you're in it, you get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not yeah. like you also have to then embody that. It's sex positivity in different formats, so it'll be yeah. okay. I just um, yeah, because also podcast fans are different than like celebrity fans, like because you have like intimate, semi intimate relationship. So like. When people listen to this podcast, they're also like sex, really sex positive. They're probably sex workers. They're probably like into kink or whatever. So they're very comfortable around sex. I'm not about that life just because that's just not how I am. I find it very interesting that in this podcast is so hilarious and I love the host. But like, I'm like, I'm going to be there like, you maybe will be clutching our pearls. No, no, they don't belong here. Send them out. I'm probably not that serious. Yeah, I feel like you're overthinking it, which yeah. is, is okay, but don't yeah. let it take away from you being able to enjoy the show if you want to know who angie is google overthinking and then you'll know who i am no no that's not it yes overthinking but google someone who you know is out here telling you well she's a badass bitch and then when the fight comes she's like i don't know how to fight and let me like hide in the crowd that's me too exactly that's you're proving my point <laughs> you're proving my point it wasn't okay so that sounds that sounds fun though i mean past the uncomfortability portion it should be pretty pretty fun yeah we might get high beforehand i'm hoping just to beautiful be you're hoping so yeah i mean would that make you more paranoid or would you be more in your zone more chill <laughs> i'm gonna have megan live record everything for me <laughs> no, but um, I, yeah. Oh. I, I get personal on my stories but i don't know if i want to get that personal to know people like i'm watching the bdsm performance that's what the close friends list is for. Yeah, you select who sees it, so you just gotta be strategic with that. That's true. 
Yeah, but like we all have factors. No one is 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 even people who claim to be so pure and innocent. They're not pure and innocent. They, there's a darkness there. We all are. We all contain multitudes of darkness. Of dark and and light. Let's talk about the light. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Did I tell you about the time where I made a friend at my old job and she was into like spiritual stuff I'm into? Yeah, but then it turned weird. I remember this conversation. Yeah, she was like into Chris, like I'm into crystals and stuff, but she was like into curses and like magic, like M A G I C K, which I don't know much about that, but it was definitely more of the darker version of because there's something called light magic and there's something called dark magic. Now, I'm not familiar with magic communities or whatever, like in the spiritual sense, but like if you're going to talk about dark magic, I don't want to be around you because yeah, don't do that. That's like brujeria. I know like, people in my family probably do brujeria. You know how I know? Because I don't fuck with them. I have this one tia. She don't know me no more. So even if she listens to this segment, I don't give a fuck. But like, I have this one tia who, ugh. I mean, she's my tia because she's my mom's sister. My mom's the oldest. But this tia has always had a really weird aura. What's funny is that her name is pretty similar to that word, aura. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm not going to expose her like that. I want to. But well, I if don't. you know Spanish, then you just... Actually, no, fuck it. Her name is Aurora. Um, <laughs> give them the fucks. Um, but ever since I was little, I feel like my... I I don't know if you can agree with this, but I have a tendency to read people's vibes pretty well. And I do analyze someone's body language and just mannerisms, like the way they speak and tone and everything. And I can kind of pinpoint what kind of person they are to some extent. Um, so with her, her vibes were always weird. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure she does some like brujeria type of shit. And sure enough, over the years, we ended up discovering, you know, she did some wild shit. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like she's putting curses in our family. I blame her for being broke. And I'm pretty sure it has to do with me not being able to like manage my budget. But no, it's easy to say you're cursed. No, I have no. control. <laughs> No, I feel like she doesn't, like, she's up into that dark magic shit. I mean, there's a difference because at least, I don't know much about Brujeria in my end, but for us, I think the version of that good magic would be people who gives you a cleanse, people who's able to kind of read um, your your energy and stuff or like egg cleanse that they do and tell you what to do next or how to prevent someone from cursing you versus the Brujeria, dark Brujeria is what she does, which is very much, she will put an unknown illness in your body and you die from that. So I don't fuck with her. Keep keep away from people like that, man. I, I wonder though, because I feel like because we were all raised with Christianity, like the world is mostly like especially in the Western world, more it's more from a Christian perspective. So I always wonder like when we talk about this stuff, is it is when we see magic or brujeria or like witchcraft, whatever is it negative because they're doing negative stuff or is it negative just because we're not used to it? like i'm like it's all girl she can do brujeria but it's negative because let me give you an example with this wait woman. wait okay i'm questioning the terminology brujeria like dark magic in general or is it a type brujeria of is just witchcraft like brujeria is just like spiritual i it's really hard for me to describe but brujeria is basically yeah witchcraft and it could be good or bad right and it also involves a sense of spirituality. And for us as Latinos, what I've seen is that it also involves religion to some extent. Like they will pray to certain gods, not gods, they will pray to certain saints. But that's part of the Catholic Church too. So it's like a little mix of everything. Yeah. Um, so there's like brujeria, but then what you do with the brujeria, it's like you can use it in whatever way, shape, or form. Same with witchcraft, right? Sometimes witchcraft can be something silly and cute, or sometimes it could be pretty much dark magic. Um but yeah, like for instance, this woman, aka my aunt, she met this dude who's not her husband, but like he was apparently an alcoholic. This is like where family drama and rumors come in. I'm here to uh, spill the tea. It's great. Now that I have this mic, I'm like, tea time. See, um, see what the mic does to you? It gives me an alter ego. Um, but well, yeah, apparently. Wait, 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 let's name our alter egos during the podcast. Like, maybe if we have different names, our, our coworkers won't find us. It's too late by now, girl. But going back, so this aunt, her husband, now husband, apparently was like a mad alcoholic, right? So I think he was even late to their own wedding because he was so fucking drunk. Kid you not, the story goes, 
that a couple of weeks after they got married, he became a whole different person. He stopped, yes, drinking. But even to this day, I don't think I've ever seen this dude laugh or when he shakes your hand, it's not like a firm handshake. It's very much like he's dead inside. It's like he has no soul. And so about the aunt uh the aunt's husband so there are rumors that she did some yeah no there are rumors that she did some dark magic on him because she was so embarrassed by the fact that he was an alcoholic and that he was late to her own wedding whatever where she now manipulates him and there's also stories about her being um being a cheater and stuff like that and he's very much like manipulated by her and I mean, yeah, maybe it's that it's just personality change after marriage, because let's be real, marriage does change you to some extent, good and bad and the ugly is all there. Um, but it could also just be that maybe she did some shit. So that's scary. So I, that's I, the the brujeria part where it's kind of dark. Yeah. I just I remember I worked um because my dad's involved with the spiritual organization. So we're open to all people's religious and beliefs. So we had a witch, like a witchcraft section in the bookstore I worked at and there was a man who came in there I don't know if this is a job interview I don't know if this is a good idea but it, it breaks the ice it's a funny story oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I just say yeah I worked at a new age bookstore and I had to get used to um colorful characters and being professional one guy came up to me guys and I and I said and I answered him as if he's asking me where is the bathroom he asked me uh so I'm a wizard where are your potion books which I don't even know if we had them and I was like oh they're in this there should be no witchcraft section. Yeah. He came to me and said, yeah, I got this new wand and all that. And I'm like, mm, interesting. Like, you would think that this guy talking about changing, like, some something in his car, whatever. And I was like, in my heart, I was like, what? But I, he wouldn't know. I was all about his, his, his wizardry. He wouldn't know. But it's also scary because it's like, what are they doing behind the scenes when I'm not there? Do they still think of you? Like, even with my aunt, I'm like, maybe if I put her name out, if I said it five times, will she, like, do some sort of shit behind the scenes? Like, if I come back in the next podcast and I have fucking pimples all over my face, it's because of her. Do you still have that that thread on you? I do. So that's also through basically brujeria, but, like, that's the good brujeria, the one that's, like, something's, it's, an, it's like an evil eye bracelet thing where supposed yeah. to protect you from any evil spirits or evil curses mm-hmm. you know so i have this red just for context um my mom gave me this red thread that was quote-unquote blessed and i didn't really think much of it so i have it on my foot only to discover it was blessed by like a fucking bruja um just for like to protect you from evils whatever and the idea is that if it starts to itch it's because someone's either talking negatively about you or they're sending you bad energy. Like they want to do harm with their bad energy or manifest something that's negative um, for you. And the itching, I was like, it's a freaking bracelet. Of course, it's going to itch. It happened once to me. And this was after I got into it with somebody. I'm not going to say names, but it was someone I got into. Claudia. Maybe, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, I think it was work related and I was pissed at shit. And anyways, something told me, I'm like, this person's going to be talking shit about me. And it started itching. It feels like a fucking mosquito bite kind of itch. It's not even like a piece of thread. It's just slightly scratching your thing and, you know, scratching it's gone. That shit lasted a good hour. I was like, what the fuck is on me? It was fucking crazy. And so then I met with my mom and she was like, yeah, it feels like something bit you. I was like, oh, so I guess someone was trying to shit talk about me. But bitch is still here. How about that? Mm. No, yeah, I believe that. I just think it's important not to be like overwhelmed with paranoia about it. Yeah. Also, there's like a cultural connection. Um, that you like you talked about the red thread in Hindu temples. They also bless people with red thread. Like on my 16th birthday, my mom took me to a Hindu temple. I and she was like, "I'm just gonna get you blessed." I don't know what the blessing was because I don't know Tamil. I don't know Sanskrit. I think Sanskrit is the language they speak in temples. I'm not sure if any Hindus are listening to the podcast. Let me know. But and then I got gotcha. no. <laughs> we got a little nice red thread to like bless me. So that's a connection between our cultures. Oh my god. I mean, there must be some symbolism there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I feel like also with within at least Mexican culture, I feel like there's a fine in between slash mix between brujeria, which I mean could be associated with spirituality and religion. Um, which I think is pretty badass. Hold on, y'all. Angie's choking on her curry. 
Now, if I die on this podcast, that would be legendary. That it was my idea. Actually, I'm in my office and I have my altar. So we're, I'm protected under this conversation. Yes, me too. Um, what I was going to say? Yeah, also, like, I think in Santeria, there's, like, a connection between, like, it, I guess, like, during the slave trade, there is, like, this thing where, I guess, when African slaves were in, I guess, places, like, in Latin America, um, they went to um, practice their religion, which we think of, like, the Yoruba religion, something like that. I don't know all the details of it. And to disguise that they were not celebrating that, they would use Catholic saints yeah. to, like, represent, like, Orishas, like Ogun, Oshun, and all that. So there is definitely a connection um, with that. That's my little knowledge. No, it makes sense. I mean, when you're fucking people are being human trafficked or colonized, you need to find ways to preserve your own culture and your own upbringings, right? I was watching this TikTok video not long ago where some people were saying that the Virgen de Guadalupe that a lot of like Mexicans pray to, which is like our version of Mother Mary, Virgen de Guadalupe. Oh, yeah. No, you went to Mexico once. Um, <laughs> you said it really fast. I didn't understand. You said it the right Sorry, way. I thought you spoke Spanish fluently at this point because you went to Mexico once. Um, <laughs> I never said that. Did we ever talk about that story on the podcast? It's an inside. We're going to end on. We're going to, we're going to get there. We're going to, it's going to happen. Okay. Um, Someone was looking at the deities that a lot of the, I think it might have been Aztecs, uh, were praying to. And one of them looks almost exactly um, as La Virgen de Guadalupe. So it's it's in the same sort of like setup where it's the stone image of a young woman or a young like Native woman with the idea of fertility, etc. And if you look at the Virgen de Guadalupe image, it's basically this like Low key, she's supposed to be brown, but she looks white. Sorry, not sorry. Um, she looks with like I saw her, like the. I guess it depends on who's printing her image. Um, ideally, she should be brown, like brown. Well, maybe my mom got her shit from Wish.com or Swaparama because that girl was white. I'm like, might as well have blue eyes at this point, sweetie. But nah. Um. But yeah, there's a lot of similarities between that that indigenous um, deity and La Virgen de Guadalupe. And it's like, how many other saints maybe are basically continuations of what indigenous people um, pray to? And that that's what they had to do to hide it from the Spaniards and other colonizers. And this is my perspective on it. Like, I don't like, I think we all have our own religions or spiritual ideas, but I think I, I think God is real. It just my idea of is that God is real, but all all religions kind of manifest in a different way. So it makes sense that if the Virgin of, of Guadalupe appears to like people in that part of the world, she's gonna look like them. Oh yeah, that's like yeah, makes sense. So it makes sense. So it's like I just think that God comes to us in whatever way he she they can translate to us. Hashtag representation. Hashtag, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, and and I and I've been in. The, I know this is gonna sound like I've been to Mexico once, but I, like I'm not trying to. I'm just saying when I I've been to churches in Mexico, and let me tell you, the vibe, the feeling is so like strong, like it's deep. Like there's certain churches you go to where it's like, oh, this is just a church, but there's some churches where like, no, people prayed in here. It feels like magical in there. Like there's a lot of like. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like, I don't know if I cry. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. No, there's a lot of faith in, in Mexican yeah. um, communities. You know, it's like faith is really what pushes us forward. And I feel like we talked about it in a previous podcast where unfortunately religion also becomes the basis as to why it's acceptable to um, forgive someone that might be an abuser. But even beyond that, I feel like a lot of people use that faith to escape those realities or to really pray to some, some, you know, higher power that can listen to them and they can manifest that shit and make it happen. And especially for a lot of Mexicans, you know, it's like people 
maybe that are going through some sort of deportation issue or immigration issue, or maybe they've lost a family member. It's, it's, it's real. No, I get it. Cause I went to Mexico city, probably not last year, October last year. Uh, we also walked in there. We walked into the church that's in El Socalo, and it's it's pretty intense. Like you, you feel everyone's vibes. You know, like you feel the sadness, you feel the hope, you feel the um, eagerness to do more, and it's it's very different from your so you know typical church down the street where I'm just like, yeah. oh, everyone just came here on your Sunday best to say hello, and like y'all didn't even know no Ten Commandments, but okay. Like I've never seen someone cry in church before. Maybe, like, as Catholics, that's awkward. I think probably for Baptists, it's probably normal. But for Catholics, I never see... Probably crying. Huh? Catholics crying. I mean, Mexican Catholics crying. Oh, yeah, I'm saying. But, like, I've been to, like, the really, like, Black Catholic churches, but also very, like, boring white churches, and no one cries. It's just very, like... um, It's different. Singaporean churches, Indian... Even, yeah, I've been to an Indian Catholic church. And and even there, the church there that I went to in Chennai, it was like a Mother Mary image appeared to a fisher for, to a fisher boy. So I've seen that like theme of like Mother Mary appearing to people. Why does it sound like a pyramid scheme? Why does it <laughs> sound like the freaking? Hold on, I feel like everyone has the same story about how their specific Mother Mary showed up to them. It's called, and like I agree with what you said, but it's also like I think it's called which uh, the colonization. What's the other word? Uh, where they go to different countries and spread their religion, evangelizing. No, there's another word for it. Like, like mission, like missionaries. You know, got it. I was thinking um, manifestation, but that's not it. That's, that's not different. it. That's just <laughs> it's just as violent, though. Yeah, people still do mission. I saw a TikTok recently. Someone saying, like, I think it was like a former Christian person saying mission trips are very like racist and colonial. Like, oh yeah, do that, and it's like it's like, did, did y'all ever read a book? Yeah, America. it's fucking mad annoying, especially seeing all these little white girls going into freaking African countries and like, oh my god, I changed the world. Like, bitch, you barely changed your fucking underwear. What you mean? Like, calm the fuck down. I can't. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it was too stunned to speak. <laughs> oh, yeah, I out of the room, guys. I forgot this isn't a visual medium. <laughs> Way to be inclusive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag representation matters. Go, see, actually, I have to talk about, I'm going to do a conservative, like, rant on this. This is one representation. This Y'all just want everything. Podcast supposed to be an audio-visual, I mean, audio-medium. Now you want visual podcast? Watch a TV show. I still watch y'all. Okay. Podcast. What, do you, just... <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, No, no, I'm just, I was just ranting. Pointless okay. but I like to like I, I, I watch video podcasts. So at first I was like, podcasts are meant to be only audio. What are y'all doing? They're just a, just a glorified YouTube video now. But also, as I said, that we'll post clips of this to advertise the episode. I was gonna say I kept my mouth shut on that one. I'm glad that you said something. If you see something, if you see something, say something. So I saw the post and you said something. You know I. <laughs> You know, just to add, like clips. I'm not gonna put the whole thing in there because like then you wouldn't listen. But just moments when we look cute. Mm. Which actually today I was which my I haven't showered today yet. Okay, the world didn't need to know that. Is this um, how you're gonna be at the at the live podcast show? You're just gonna be like, I just um I I haven't worn leather. <laughs> No, as I just audience stuff. I tell you, if I'll be like, no, please, no. But you know, maybe I'll, I might surprise myself. I might have a little drink. I might go up there and show them what I got. Okay, all right. Show them what you got. You're about to roll up in there with the holy Bible, mm-hmm. with the rosary. Well, I know I'm not going in there like that. No, okay. Oh wait, actually, I have so much rosaries. Oh, you know what my mom did this recently? Okay, this annoyed me. My parents don't listen to this podcast anymore because so I can say this thing. Well, they never listened. My dad listened to our first episode, which was very clean and innocent. <laughs> so uh, my mom, she was like, bring this to your apartment. And it was a, like a Mother Mary statue. I was like, oh, I don't I don't want to already have some. She's like, no, it's blessed. Take it. I'm like, how is it blessed? Like, she's like, no, it's really powerful. Take it. I'm like, I know it wasn't. She just wants to get rid of it. 
But I'm supposed to argue with a mom giving their daughter a Mother Mary image. I have to just take it. This one religion. You know, moms are not going to throw that shit away. Like, it's, if it's, I felt so bad when I accidentally broke, like, my guardian angel statue. And I was like, oh, shit. Huh? No, I don't remember what I did. I was just like, this is how it ends for me, man. Like, I'm about to have a shadow looming over me for the rest of my life. But it's just a statue. It's like, oh, no, there's like, yes okay. yeah i broke a rosary once i was so nervous i was like oh we when i was a kid we used to do road like do the rosary every day or like once no once a week when i visited my my aunt in singapore they used to do it every day so when i go over we do rosary every day like do like the mysteries and stuff it's 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 not fun but it's a way to meditate sometimes when i meditate i sometimes will hold a rosary just to like feel something tactile but overall, like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. Some of the mysteries are just sad. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> you really are. That's why I'm just like, can we just push through this, yo? Let's just do half of this. Yeah, like, like, and then you have people doing novenas where it's like nine consecutive days of that stuff. Like, especially with our families. Like, when someone passes away, we do a novena after their passing. And it's like, fuck, these, like, mysteries are about death and we're trying to push through that, but you're reminding me of all the sadness. It's like, ugh, I don't, I don't like this. And then it also reminds me of the times I had to like go to confession, and the priest, who I'm pretty sure never listened to my shit, was always like, "Okay, so as your punishment, just do ten Hail Marys." It's like, just that's a fucking rosary right there. Like, why? It's so weird. Confession. I only did one confession. Yo, I cried in public. Let me tell you the story. Hold yeah. on, I haven't told anybody this. Yes. No, baby Jess was trifling. She could have done better. She should have punched someone in the face. That's what she should have done. Um, give it, you know what? Heal your inner child. Give baby Jess a break. Baby Jess is broken. So let's start there. No, Jess, you can't call your baby self broken. Your baby self was just who she was meant to be. I'm getting all therapists now. Let's talk about this. Oh, my God. But no, I was um going to do my first communion. And as a part of that, um, there's a certain week where students have to sign up for confession. So the day came by, it was my turn. And how it goes is that they had four different priests. So there was a priest in the actual booth in the back of the church. There was a priest to the at the front altar. There were two priests at the front altar. Uh, one of them was at, at the left. So people couldn't really see them because he was behind a piano. And then you had the other priest literally like right in front. And the fourth priest was on the side. He wasn't in the back, but he was on the side. Why do you have multiple priests? Because there were so many kids. There were at least 100 of us. Um, and that was just one cohort. There were, there were a shit ton of stuff. So where y'all uh, get the extra priests? I never heard of church having multiple priests. Well, they are a network of support systems, I guess. I don't know. They're his colleagues. I'm pretty sure he was like, yo, bam, I need a favor. Like, we're a short staff, and we need to get this project done now. That's priests cool. are also employers, okay, of God. So... That's- that sounds like a lot of continue. I forgot what to say. <laughs> um, but anyways, it was my turn to go, and I was shitting bricks in my head. Anxiety has always been real for me. Now I know what it is, but in my head, I was like, "Dear God, if you love me, please don't let me go to the very front because I feel like I'm gonna start crying because I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know what to do." And I really felt guilty for all the stuff I did to my parents. Like I would always like talk shit. Um, I mean, nothing that hasn't changed. Um, <laughs> you need to go back to confession. <laughs> I know. And then when they called my name, I was with the priest. I was literally right in front of the altar, in front of everyone. So students that were waiting to get called up, they had no option but to just sit there, reflect, and literally just look at what's going on. And everyone's just looking at the very front, meaning that priest that was in the middle, and that's the one I went to. And I'm freaking the fuck out. So I forgot how he starts his thing, and I, I did my little thing. He's like, "So what are your sins? Whatever." Girl, I busted out crying. It was an ugly ass cry. I was like, I've been so mean to my parents. And in Espanol, too. Um, and then, yeah, it was fucking embarrassing. I was crying and I was trying so hard not to look at the priest's eyes, but he was just staring into my soul. And I was like, oh, this is fucking embarrassing because now everyone's looking. And I was the only girl who cried. And everyone's like, why the fuck is she crying? I'm like, you fucking sinners don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was just couldn't. And then I remember going back and my mom's like, you felt bad, huh? I was like, oh, I just gave her so much power. 
Yeah, all that guilt stuff. Like I also realize, like it does it. Like even if you don't really practice it anymore, the guilt is still a part of you. Like I like I noticed talking to other Catholic kids. Like when you, when you talk to them, it's like oh no, like I did this, and they could like fail a test, or just like maybe do bad in a job. Like oh, I deserve to be punished. I did, like they feel like they deserve some, some type of flagellation or something. And it's like no, you're just a human being. You made a mistake. I also, I think the word sin. Like, if we're gonna have the word sin, we need to have another word. Let's talk. Let's talk to the to, to the to the Vatican. We need to create a word that's between like sin, like another word for sin. Because sin is like, like I'm sorry. If I like a regret. No, but like something like okay, like because everything's just, technically a lot of like mistakes are a sin. A lot of your parents, that's a sin. But maybe you have to lie to your mom about this so you can surprise her for something. That that shouldn't be a sin. Like, but I like, mean, but well, like if. But in the Bible or just in Christianity, there's no other word that's related to sin. Everything's a sin. And it's that's too heavy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to the Vatican, <laughs> watch the FBI listening to this podcast, and I'll give a fuck. talk to the public, like, hey Popey, what up? Um <laughs> <laughs> and even oh my god, that's too close to hey Poppy. But hey Popey, how's hey, it going? Hey Poppy. Um, <laughs> Hey pop pop. Hey pop pop. Okay. Hey hey pop. Uh, so we need to talk because this sin thing isn't working for me. Okay. I love that that's your resolution. You want me? It's like, how do you feel about donating to my cause? Ten k. You got the money. You got the gold. Back. You're in Italy. Like you got the euros for this shit. Just donate <laughs> to the girl. Donate to the cause, Mister Pope Vatican. What's his name? I don't. I don't know. I remember who it is. Last I know it's the Argentinian one. Yeah, he's Argentinian. Let me see. We'll Google. Benedict? No. Well, I think that's the German one. That's the only other one. Besides John Paul and the other guy that is last time I paid attention. Current that's the one I saw in, um live <laughs> when I was in uh when I was abroad. Actually Mario Bergoglio. Is that really him? Oh yeah, it is him. Is it? So also oh, his name is Pope Francis the First. Thank you, Pope Francis. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. So who's Pope Benedict? The other that, guy. That was the previous. That was a really old man before him. They're all old, Angie. No, they all look busted. He was like super old. Like he, like he could, he could like wither away at any second. Um, I've been obsessed, like very obsessed with watching YouTube videos of uh, these YouTubers who talk about fundamentalist Christians. So like evangelicals, the more extreme Christians. And then that type of content is called Fundy or Fundy Snark. I just learned this literally two hours ago. I kid you not, because we're watching that um, Twenty Kids and Counting documentary. Oh my god, did you finish it yet? No, we just finished episode one. Isn't it okay? It's fucking wild. It is. Cool. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect people out there, but maybe I do. No, do it. My only question was how. Did she still manage to have a vagina after giving birth to 20 kids? And the fact that their religion, I don't remember what religion base it is because um, they acronym. I IBLP is the is the religion. That's, yeah. But it's a cult. It's a cult. Basically, right? And the fact that their their leader is telling them to just procreate because that's God's blessing. Yeah. And not taking into account what that means for women and because they're very anti-woman obviously they just don't want to admit it and they use a lot of violence towards their kids and wives um but also i don't know i just think about the toll that would take on people medically and financially and you're really expecting these kids to raise each other and continue the cycle of violence so, so that's all i gathered from episode one some really curious to see the rest of it yes it's very interesting also this is related to the quiverful movement it's what it's called it's the idea that like the quiver like having like a bunch of kids like that's what god wants so if you're able to have kids you should you should continue and not prevent it from happening and it's just sad like i hate this whole idea that women are just a vessel for life and then we, we don't our lives don't matter yeah we're not cattle yeah also the, i want to say something trigger warning it was Trigger, trigger. Uh, maybe I don't know if I should talk about it. No, I'm gonna. And like I said, I'm not an expert on this. Like anything we talk about on here, we're not experts. We're just talking about what we know and just discussing amongst friends. Yeah, if you're really coming on here for expert opinion, 
please yeah. just yeah. use Wikipedia because yeah, just, it's no, much more. A, we're in an age where a lot of people pretend to be experts when they're not. I just want to be clear that we're just saying opinions and what we know. And if you agree with us in some way, do your own research, whatever. But recently I heard there was a story that happened. I think I forgot what state it was, but I think it's a state where abortion is, is legal. But there was a 19 year old who went to the hospital. She had like this back pain, especially when she went to the hospital. Apparently her mom said this is very normal. But what happens is she had this like terrible pain. Um, so she went to the bathroom. She was there for hours. And then she left the bathroom. And then the doctor, the nurse came in and was shocked. They found blood everywhere. There was a baby in the in the trash. She like suffocated her baby. She gave birth to a baby. Now, from the footage that I saw, she didn't look pregnant. And that can happen. People don't know that they're pregnant. It's weird, but that happens. There's a whole show about that. People not know when they're pregnant and they give birth. And because she gave birth to this kid and she killed this baby, she killed it. She's going to go to, she's been being charged for murder. She's going to go to jail. Right. I have very mixed feelings about this. I know if like, I'm the type of woman that wants a baby. So if I have a baby, I can't imagine getting rid of my child, but that's me. That's me. And I mean, murdering anybody is bad. Like that's just a bad thing. But with the climate, with abortion, it feels this, this feels like pretty heavy. Like, and then the next TikTok I saw about this was someone on a conservative um, platform that was like, see how bad our culture is that people just feel like they can kill babies. So now it's like being used to like, I feel like it's going to be used to like uh, follow the conservative agenda of how like our culture is, is terrible. That's what we got to get rid of abortion. We have to give, give, get rid of birth control. Like it's going to be used for that. And I just feel bad that a 19 year old is going to go to jail because she killed her baby. It just feels because like, yeah, she killed, but the baby was alive for like three minutes. But according to the autopsy, the baby was healthy. And so there was nothing wrong with the baby. She just decided to. And according to what I know, it was in a state where abortion was legal. So she, technically she could have had an abortion. But as much as the conservatives like to say at this point, you can only have an abortion, like I think up to a certain amount of weeks. So probably she, maybe she missed it. Also, I am assuming stuff. I just find it, it's really sad for me to see a 19-year-old go to jail a lot of people like to say, oh, 19, you're an adult, but you're really a child of 19. And I feel like she something mentally is going on versus her being a murderer. But I mean, also, I just want to hear your opinion about it. It's very complicated. I don't know. how. I feel like I have three specific thoughts. I feel like conservatives are always going to use anything to their advantage. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that video might be used for, for their propaganda. Mm -hmm. But that's because they want to shy away from having the real conversations, which then leads me to the second point. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think it's wrong to kill. Mm -hmm. I think it's fucked up that I was an innocent kid. Like, yeah. But I also want to empathize with the mom. Because if you're going in there with back pain and you're assuming it's just back pain and you thought you're going to take a shit and you're now giving birth to a being, you're in a state of shock. So you're likely to do irrational shit. You also don't know what their financial status look like. Like you said, we don't know what the mom's um, mental state was. Uh, we don't know if maybe she was a victim of rape. And yeah, we could say abortion's legal. She could have had options. But the reality is, again, she didn't know. I am believing that she likely didn't know because I actually knew someone. I know someone who didn't know she was pregnant until like probably a month prior to the baby being delivered and she went to the hospital because she had stomach pains thinking it was I think some other organ but they're like shocked no you are actually eight months pregnant um and I'm saying this she didn't look pregnant based on the footage that I saw maybe she did look I mean if she did look pregnant obviously they yeah but I also pregnant. try to navigate away from that sort of conversation because as women no bodies are gonna go through the same process when it comes to pregnancies for instance, there was a lot of conversations with Rihanna, like when people were like, oh, she's pregnant, she's pregnant, she's pregnant. When there are women out there who might have had miscarriages or women who are just infertile, who have the same body shape. And for you to assume that they're pregnant when they can't even have a child, might have just lost a child, you're kind of just triggering a lot of traumas. The same with the opposite. Maybe if they don't look pregnant, okay. Like, but again, everybody's different. Like our reproductive system is so complex that doctors don't even know how to identify certain health conditions. 
I mean, endometriosis is something that still goes very much unnoticed and undiagnosed. It's simply considered to be stressed, same with PCOS, same with like ovarian cancer and cysts. So that for me is why I'm just like, "Mm, I don't even want to touch that conversation because yes, she didn't show maybe a bump, maybe there was a bump, whatever. But again, it sounds like this mom really went through a lot of different stages of, of shock, of grief. And then like, again, we don't know how that baby was conceived and it sucks like it really fucking sucks like yes she had options after the fact maybe she wasn't able to utilize those options beforehand but unfortunately she went with the least the last option she should have gone with in fact i don't even think it should have been an option so i think that's sad but then also going back to the whole like conservative thing i get really fucking pissed and kevin and i have a lot of conversations about this and he's much more I want to say, well, yeah, he's eloquent in his speaking, but he's much more, reads a lot. He's a book nerd. So he has a lot more knowledge in terms of um, the, the role that religion plays with politics, especially in the conservative side of things. I just get pissed because like conservatives could be like, oh yeah, this is why we should defund blah, blah, blah. Or like, this is why abortion should not happen. But it has nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is after the fact. Understand how abortion works first and foremost. For a lot of women, it's life-saving procedures. Like, yeah, there will be people out there who maybe decided to fuck around and ended up being, you know, pregnant. And maybe they that's not for them there and then. Like, it's okay. But then the question is, let's say, hypothetically speaking, abortion is non-existent. We don't have fucking birth control. We have people like the Duggars having a thousand kids left and right. What are we doing for the families who can't afford that? Like, are you going to go into a fucking adoption center and adopt? or foster these children especially those coming from low-income backgrounds especially those who are poc no like so shut the fuck up like let people decide on their own like you're no one to the and then to use fucking god's word against them like that's really condescending as hell because if god is about forgiveness why are you utilizing this god being as your justification for hate i mean also didn't god like swipe fucking earth with noah's ark like what's the problem there are you not willing to admit that? No, because you're really selective about which proverbs and which like stories you're using. And unfortunately, just like the Bible, they're using whatever they see on social media to their advantage. And it's like disheartening. It just sucks that that was something that occurred in general because I feel bad for the mom. I feel bad for the nurses because these are things that they are now triggered by and they have to see. And who knows what sort of backlash they might be facing at hospitals themselves. I feel bad for the baby who was alive for a few hours minutes minutes literally minutes it's like what the fuck yeah and um i just want to reiterate that i also think this is wrong it just i think because we live in a culture where people are more concerned about the womb versus the woman i my thing is just like okay let's talk about the mom too and i think also just certain things that jail is not going to solve like this isn't her being locked up just doesn't seem right there's something else going on here and i'm just stating like what people are discussing online like so, like I saw the mother's reaction to this and she was like what did I tell you you should have talked to me and then that makes people think maybe the mother knew about this and let and let this happen this is all like um things people are thinking um people are also also you mentioned a good thing about earlier because people were saying well it was only back pain first of all women when it comes to pain in that area it can mean many things so multiple hospital visits for back pain for a woman makes a lot of makes a lot of sense so that's not an excuse but yeah there's a lot of um questioning online about whether this per like there, no one seems to have nuance about it everyone's like this mother is evil should be put to jail and that makes me uncomfortable and also another thing too a lot of conservatives like this like abortion is so bad versus like think of abortion as an option being there for people that need it i'm like this woman didn't take the option of abortion obviously and she so maybe she felt like she couldn't have done it. I mean, I'm speculating. We don't know the facts, of course. But I'm just saying, like, this shows that, which I don't know. No, it's fucking sad. Like, that baby yeah. had a right to live. Let's. I mean, that's just me being me, right? Like, I empathize with everything, in, uh, everything that's happening. And I'm not here to say, fuck abortion or anything like that. I'm not conservative in that way. Um. But that baby did have a right to live. Like, her option after that would have been, let's put the child up for adoption. Maybe. Like, if you had to face the shame of whatever you went through, the conceiving or whatever, the process itself, like pregnancy, that's a conversation between the mom and the grandma. Like, yeah, they could have nothing to do with this. 
which is why I think that this girl probably went into a state of shock. Um, maybe again, the mom's mom didn't depict the full story. Like some shit might have gone down. Like maybe the girl has the mentality of someone who's not 19, right? Like we said, like a lot of factors here that I feel like people are purposefully overlooking to utilize this case to their advantage to prove their political agenda. When it comes to senses of morality and ethics, I think it's fucking wrong mm-hmm. on all angles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sucks because I know, and again, there are women out there who maybe can't have children who envy or are angry, more specifically, more reasons to be angry at a woman like her because she chose not to have the kid, took the life away of this child versus maybe they didn't have, you know, that option because life sucks. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And why you said it that way, because I think, too, sometimes, I think me, but also a lot of people are caught down about, like, the categories we put ourselves in, like, pro-choice, pro-life. At the end of the day, this conversation was about like a, a a being being killed, like being being killed is wrong. Like we can we can admit that, but because of the abortion conversation, I'm thinking like that's not something like a conservative would say in their conversation. So it just sometimes like we think too political about things versus just being no, killed. yeah, and it it kind of sucks because like now in terms of ethics and morality. I'm wondering if the woman had known that she was pregnant earlier and she did pursue the abortion option, would that have made any her have made her any different? Yeah. And there's a possibility that this person could just be like mentally very mentally ill or just psychotic and did this out of mouth. These are all options. But of course I feel like with the legal system, people can assume the worst and then you know. Yeah, but it's, it's, sad. it's so sad. I might cut this out. This is really depressing, <laughs> but we'll see. No, I think it's real. Yeah. Okay. But again, like, I, again, I'm just, I'm always about making a decision where a, as a woman, you feel the most informed and you realize it's what's best for your well-being and for the well-being of your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm pro-choice or pro-life. It just means. Yeah. No, I feel like it sounds more like I'm pro-choice. But it just means be be informed, you know, like, I don't know. I also, like this a is a very it. strange situation. I feel like this will most likely not happen. This was really weird. Yeah, so, it's just fucking sucks. There's so many yeah. fucking layers. And it's like, we can't just blame and point fingers. It's like, what's at the root? Like, what's the root problem here? Yeah. Lack of resources, that. lack of knowledge, lack of yeah. choices, like. And my question is why, like, the first thing that came to my mind is, like, why, because someone mentioned, like, also in the comments of the, because I saw a bunch of TikToks talking about this new story. Something was like, well, this is so dumb. She was in the hospital. This is the place where they would have taken care of this. So my thinking is, why did this girl feel like she had to lie about this? I don't know. There's a lot there that doesn't make sense. There's a lot of missing pieces. So, So, but yet she, I mean, she is charged for murder. So she why did it take them so long to find her? I guess because she was locked in the bathroom. I guess they wanted to everybody privacy because she was just going to the toilet. If you have a patient that's coming in with pain and they're locked in the bathroom for two hours, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't you know. think you would kind that kind of sus? Yeah, they, they waited a long time. I don't know how long she was in there, but she was she was like moaning in like in the in the bathroom. Okay, more reasons to be like yeah. she's in pain. Let's check on her. So there's a lot of fall play here where I'm just like, yeah. this doesn't make, make sense. What state was this? Do you know? I don't remember. It was, I just know it was a state where abort- abortion was legal because that was a point brought up. So that brings that, like, what, four states? Within the, no, like, no, only half states of the states in the U.S. abortion was still legal, right? So. I don't know. This just shows you how disconnected I am from politics sometimes. Yeah, I mean, girl, me too. Um, wait, let me see. Girl, I'm just going to Google this. Oh, it's in Dallas. Oh, no. In Artesia, New Mexico. Oh, that's even more sad. I feel like because... It says, a New Mexico woman has been charged with first-degree murder in the January death of her newborn son 
whose body authorities wait 19 in january death this happened a while ago then is this old news i don't see know. how old is it no but then this was posted this article was made may 12th i feel like if it's old news to bring it back old news to justify their political agenda and i hate that shit um, I'm also reading about the demographics in New Mexico. It's 70% white, 9.31% Native American. Damn, that's a lot of white people. Yeah. Um, and this woman looked, she looked brown. So she. So I have a feeling she, because honestly. Like Trevisio, I don't know. I don't want to assume ethnicity, yeah. but 81% are white. And then the second largest ethnic group there are American Indian Native American. Mm-hmm. So. That's where my gut instinct was having me go. Um, sometimes, especially with American Indian populations, there's lack of resources in general. Like the government gives no fucks about them. So I have a feeling that this had a lot to do with lack of knowledge. Um, again, not to justify what she did because it's fucked up because she did kill someone. Yeah. Um, but I think that paints an even bigger picture. This sounds like a good-ass conversation for a debate at an undergrad yeah. uh, philosophy course. Yeah, um, so a new Mexico woman has been charged with first-degree murder and the January death of a newborn son whose body authorities said she placed in the trash can. Alexi Trevisio, 19, also has was charged this week with tampering with evidence, according to a criminal complaint filed in Eddy County in south- southeastern New Mexico. Trevisio went to the emergency room for back pain and lab tests showed she was pregnant and in labor, according to RTC of police. Travisio then locked herself in a bathroom and she gave birth to a boy during 27. Yeah, that's so weird why this is coming out now. And then placed the baby in a bathroom that she concealed under her trash. Under trash, investigators said. By the time the baby was found, the baby had died and Travisio left the hospital. Investigators said. Also, I guess what I saw was she came back to the hospital. Because in the video, it looked like she just gave birth and they were like talking to her. But by the time the baby was found, the baby had died and Travisio had left the hospital. Investigators said. And I have seen listed the cause of death as a homicide. Um, I mean, that makes sense. You didn't like give the kid proper care. She has no, left no record. And not, wait. Oh, her attorney says Gary C. Mitchell said that she shouldn't be charged with a uh, murder charge because she has no criminal record. I mean, in this case, that's, that's kind of stupid. Anyone without yeah. a criminal record can kill. All right. Well, now yeah. we know. Um, Let me just check. Uh, we can move on, but I just want to check too. Yeah, no, abortion, I'm abortion is legal in New Mexico. I personally don't think that makes a difference, to be honest with you, because it comes down to it was all after the fact mm-hmm. shit went down. It is legal. You want to say that because I said that. I just want to make sure it's correct. Okay. I know you. we have to log off soon, but I just want to see. I know. How do we, how do we end positively? Um, I don't know. Oh, what are you doing after this? What, what, what are your plans for today? I had to run errands. I need a... We got to go to Costco, get some stuff. Um, I'm going to hurt my stomach, bro. I'm fucking starving. Um, I did laundry in the morning. I've been awake for a while. I'm really, 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 really tired. Uh, we're going to go to Costco. Then we got to go get food. And then I need to find a dress for this thing. Oh, um, excuse me. I have a couple... Um, there's one this Thursday. It's going to be fun. That one I'm good for. It's set. It's ready to go. I have one next Friday. Um, then I have another one a couple of weeks after that. So I'm just trying to find a dress that's able to fit those two. Um, other than that, I'm just going to take a chill. I feel like I've been going through it in terms of like health things. So I just want to get out of my mind for this week. Um, be happy. Nothing is serious. I know. It tested negative out of me. So I'm really glad. It's official. Yeah. Um, no more arthritis, even though I still feel it, but it's good to know that it's gone. I still um, have been sleeping super late. Like I like I went to bed last night at four and I don't know why I do that, but okay. Do with arthritis. I'm okay, sorry. transitions. Go. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my ADHD talking. I think I talked about one thing. I thought, okay, my turn to talk. Okay, go. Oh, ah, you're funny. I'm like, what? Um, it's okay. I do that all the time with people at work. Where I'm just like, how did you get from like talking about bread to talking about the industrial comp? Like, what? This makes no sense. Yeah. Um, 
but really I'm just trying to rest. I'm taking it easy. Um, it's been a busy week so far. So mm-hmm. and is today Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I... tired. My eyes look droopy. No, they don't. Do you use eye cream? I don't use anything. Well, when you're 30, you use eye cream because this is just gonna go as you get older. Me and you're gonna have forehead wrinkles because we always scrunch our foreheads and I already yeah, see my lines. I try to massage like this. Just also the beauty okay, so I feel like I remember when I was a kid, adults would say things like there was things about myself that I didn't like, but then they're like, Well, when you get older, you'll appreciate it. Having a round face when you're little, you feel like fat, but when you get older, like 30, like the things start to firm up. Having a round face is a blessing. Having a ch- ch- chubby face makes you look youthful. So Agreed. Like, However, my skin is very like stretchy though. Is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. If anything, it means that when I watch, looks like silly putty. I mean, think about it. If I ever wanted a facelift, it'll be so easy. Okay, we need to talk about Botox here. Would you? Okay, wait. Are you gonna get that Botox for your? Okay, so update. I got it. I got tested. Um, so the Botox would go in my forehead, like the the scalp area, forehead part, then here by the temples, then by the jaw line, and then some of it will go where the muscle connects the neck to the shoulder. I need sixty dosages, whatever the fuck they're called, units of that. Uh, each unit is twelve dollars. Like we need to know the unit. That sounds sixty of it. Uh, that sounds a lot. But if you're like, like small, um, milliliters, milliliters. And I need yeah. And each one is twelve dollars. So it's seven twenty for the whole procedure. So I need to get it done low key. But I'm holding off until I get that money. It does sound like a real housewife. That's all I ask. Um, I just don't want to bite my teeth. I don't want to eat my own teeth no more. So. No, I don't know. See, I, I'm still going to boxing classes so I can let out the aggression that forces me to grind my teeth. And stuff. Oh my! I can't wait to get a job sucking for doing boxing classes. That was fun. I enjoyed myself. I was surprised. I loved it so much. I wanted to knock a bitch out. Yeah, it's the best investment in myself. I'm here for it. Anything else besides the 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 thing today, and then we can end on that. Um. Oh, I found out. I was tracking all the jobs I've applied to. Still don't have a job, but I tracked how many jobs I've applied to since I applied to them, since I got laid off. I applied to 76 jobs in total. And I'm That's just like... A lot. That's intense. It makes me feel better. Just like, okay, well, at least I know I'm putting the work in, but this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's rough out there. You know, rejections are real right now. So yeah, mm-hmm. but hopefully by the time I reach 100, it will be... What? Yeah. yeah, but I also saw a LinkedIn post that said this girl applied to like 260 jobs and she listed like how many interviews, how many second interviews, and she said like one one offer and she accepted that offer. It's rough out here. It really is. Inflation sucks, but here we are. But it's going to be okay. Well, I start, okay. Well, we love you guys. You are wonderful. You are amazing. It's We're, we're going to post this probably on Tuesday. Um, so how would they know? They're gonna know regardless because it'll go on Tuesday. Whatever, shush. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, I hope your week goes well. You are special. You are loved. We love you. If you don't love anyone, who loves. Oh you. right, I RuPaul. Just, I just feel like we always have our podcast start off silly and then they end heavy. <laughs> I'm gonna just- end the way that my coach ends. Validate your parking and validate yourself. Oh, that's deep. You have a good one, y'all. And how, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Wait, don't say that because it's copyrighted. CC, RuPaul. (laughs) All right, bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, y'all, it's Angie. Do not go yet. I have some things I want to tell you. Now, first, follow us on Spotify. This makes it easier for you. So whenever an episode drops, you will get a notification. You can also follow us on Instagram at brown underscore broke underscore laughing. That's brown underscore broke 
underscore laughing. We post when new episodes come out. Also, you can see some behind the scenes stuff. Just be in the know of what me and Jess are up to and what we're doing with the show. But this is also where we'll let you know when episodes are going to drop. So you can expect something bi-weekly, but make sure to check in on our Instagram for further details. You can also email us at brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com. That's brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest on our show, we had such a great time with Megan that we realized we need to do this more often. We need to have guests. So please, if you're interested, let us know. But thank you for listening and have a great day. Can't wait to hear from y'all. Bye.